Judy Carmichael's Jazz Inspired is produced in association with Jazz Times. Vocalist Rosanna Vitro has enjoyed a long career collaborating with some of the icons of the jazz world. Kenny Barron, Fred Hirsch, Claire Fisher, and many others. Vitro grew up with a Sinatra-loving father who ran a flamingo nightclub and a mother who sang country and gospel. While she has a deep love for those styles, she is a solid bebop lover. And on her new CD, Sing a Song of Bird, she celebrates one of her favorite bebop musicians, Charlie Parker, with three of her favorite vocalists, Marion Cowings, Sheila Jordan, and Bob Duro. Each has inspired, influenced, and formed who she is as a musician and person. Sing a Song of Bird brings these three together in solo and duo performances, featuring new compositions celebrating their mutual admiration for each other and for Charlie Parker. I'm Judy Carmichael, and this is Jazz Inspired. Rosanna Vitro and I recorded the following conversation in December 2021, shortly after the release of Sing a Song of Bird, Rosanna's latest CD. First of all, to my inspiration um, at the beginning to consider doing a Charlie Parker tribute began with Bob DeRoe. And Bob DeRoe, uh, of course, was an icon of the first... Uh, one of the only people ever to record with Miles Davis, a writer of Nothing Like You Has Ever Been Seen Before, a creator of Schoolhouse Rock, um, precursor to Sesame Street. He was um, a buddy of mine um, in 1998. We were both inducted into the Arkansas Jazz Hall of Fame. And as unlikely as I felt that was for me, I just kind of giggled and thought, what am I doing there? Um, I am was born in Arkansas. And I, and I thought, great, Bob DeRoe's going, and John Stubblefield was inducted as well, but he'd passed away that year. So in 98, I go to the Arkansas Jazz Hall of Fame. I'm, I'm singing The Island. I chose The Island of all songs to sing with him, and he was such a great musician, in his down-home way, he could just talk like he came, you know, just fell out of the woods. But then he was a great musician. So we fast forward, you know, 40 years, and we're friends at the um, Deerhead Inn, where I worked off and on. And, of course, he was part of the Phil Woods uh, grouping of great people out there. And he had cancer in this last couple of years of his life. And we were chatting at one of my gigs, and he would always come in in a white suit with holding a martini with his <laughs> hair nicely back. And I would always have him sit in. And he said, you know, I had written this vocalese to Charlie Parker's Bluebird, and I've been working on it for years. And I'd been hearing that you might consider doing a Charlie Parker tribute and I said, well, you know, Charlie Parker is, is um, I taught naturally as a vocal jazz teacher, I taught, you know, two or three Charlie Parker heads 
always to, you know, young jazz singers because just to be able to do it at all, even with now as the time or Billy's Bounce, you're doing something, <laughs> you know, you're really doing something. And then forget some of those bridges to the songs like Scrapple with the Apple. And I thought, well, I, you know, I would love to do what I didn't like about bebop songs as a teacher is I thought a lot of the lyrics were terrible. And I'm a lyric singer. I want to tell, I want to sing meaningful stories, right? To me, any good singer worth their salt is going to pay attention to the stories and the lyrics. And so I thought, hmm, now I know Bob. I know his lyrics have got to be good. So I started thinking, you know what? I'm going to make a Charlie Parker tribute, and I'm going to make this with my mentors. And Bob is a mentor. Audubon, he was classifying a bluebird, but he suspected his Latin was wrong. Not to say what he heard just wasn't a bluebird, but he detected a cork in the song. Bum called his colleague and said, I found me a new bird. Man, just listen to this, it's so strong. Audubon grabbed his pen and started his doodling. When the bird instigated a run Dropped his pen when he heard that bluebird a noodling Scratched his head and said, son of a gun Mine, here's a new bird that's really and truly a bluebird Why he keeps chasing his tail just for fun Well, I've been all over this country I've seen a lot of birds In fact, I've painted them all, or quite a few Maybe you've seen my famous book, it's called Birds of America, known around the entire globe as Audubon's Bird Book. You can see a copy at your local library. Why John James Audubon is recognized by ornithologists from far and wide. But now, put that aside. Now, now we're talking bluebirds. There's the eastern, Cialia Cialis. Then there's the western bluebird, Cialia Mexicana. Then a mountain bluebird, but this bird is a different kind of bluebird. I really got to classify him quickly as a brand new specimen. Flying around the lab, so free and fab and loose. How'd that bird get loose? Hey, my assistant is such a goose. We gotta get him back. Help! My big chance to make a discovery. If only we can recover it Get some bunny and some hits Anything that'll cover all of my bets Meanwhile the bird is flying frantically There he goes, this bird is free Bob Duro singing his vocalese to Charlie Parker's Bluebird Called Audubon Bluebird from my guest, Rosanna Vitro's new CD, Celebrating Charlie Parker, Sing a Song of Bird. I'm Judy Carmichael, and this is Jazz and Spine. And then, of course, I knew Sheila Jordan and called on Sheila because I love, I love her authenticity, her honesty, her dedication to our art, 
and the way that she just shows other jazz singers the proper way to behave. Mm. She really is always deals as a loving, giving person. There's never any of this snipey, uh, worried about your own stuff. You know, it's just a real the way we're supposed to be as all partners in the same journey. The sharing in jazz, the turning on the younger generation to we are all in this together. I shared this project with um, Sheila Jordan and then also Marion Cowings. Um, after Bob's death, the first session in 2017 was Sheila Jordan and Bob Durow and myself. And we, we got, I think, five or six tracks down before Bob passed. One of the songs for my singing great lyrics, one that I particularly love, is I decided to do all my songs, my features on the record. I always like to do things differently because as a teacher, I already know how everybody did, you know, grapple with the apple, right? (laughs) Or scrapple with the apple, grapple from the apple. My husband, Paul Wycliffe, Great studio engineer that many, many, many jazz musicians around the world send him their recordings to master and to mix. He also happens to be a, a great lyricist. I had said to him, you know, I think I'm going to, um, I've got an arrangement on uh, Scrapple from the Apple uh, as a bossa nova because I think it, I want my tunes to relate on a level that anyone could sing these songs, that any singer that likes good lyrics could hear this and say, you're kidding, that's a Charlie Parker song? Because Charlie Parker's music, we always think of one, two, one, two, three, four. (laughs) You know, it's usually one, two, one, two, three, four. So, uh, and, and, you know, most singers go, well, I don't think, <laughs> you know, I'm going to sing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, I said, my tongue, I don't know. It's, it's, if I could just get the precision uh, of, the, of the, the pitches and the precision of the notes and then tell a story in a beautiful bossa nova, like I'm going to the beach now. I'm here in Florida. I'm going to the beach. I'm going to go sit out in the sun a little bit. And I, I told Paul, I said, well, you know, I always give him a vision of what I'm thinking of. And I said, I, I really think, you know, all the noise and stuff in Manhattan and all the crazy, you know, stuff we go through in the big cities. And here we are on the beach and how much we love the, the island of Anguilla and the, the Caribbean. We've been to Anguilla about 16 times. Oh, that's my place, too. Oh, no. Yes, yes. In fact, there is Malahana. Exactly. There's a Judy Carmichael that lives there, and that was one of the things that I got there that I always talk about. They looked at my passport and they said, "Oh, happy birthday!" You know, there's another Judy Carmichael here, right? (laughs) I mean, now that's a friendly place. That's a friendly place. So that's a wonderful coincidence. Yeah, that's, that's amazing because that that Rendezvous Bay and Meads Bay. Swimming, there's no better place. I know, I know. That's oh, that's so. Funny. That was the whole whole um, premise. He went into the back room here for two hours, came out with those lyrics. Don't wanna grapple with the apple. Wanna sample a bit of wide open sky. No light today. I'm gonna fly to where. Sun can tickle the sea, 
now you know how happy I'll be to squeeze and rumble through the tunnel. See, I'm funneling all the people inside. Just makes me wanna run and hide to find my Caribbean bliss. A warm adventure sealed with a kiss. Running around this crazy town will get you down. It's so overwhelming. Gotta go another show. I reach for the sky and fly. Give me the sign of the one I love to start my heart beating faster. I'm tired of living like a hamster. Just a running around a cage on a wheel. It's time to get a better deal. For real, fun, a bottle of rum. That I that I recorded um, "Yardbird Suite," which I recorded Charlie Parker's original lyrics, but I I did it I recorded it as the six eight waltz, jazz waltz, and then steeplechase because uh, my husband had said Paul said you didn't do anything straight ahead everybody else did their straight ahead and I said so when was I ever like everybody else <laughs> I said okay. If you're going to have a, a heart attack from you know, doing something straight ahead, let's do steeplechase because I, I remember Judy uh, Silvano, um, her husband Joey, they're, they're old friends of mine. I remember really loving he and his dad's version of steeplechase. We all run in the human race But what's the point is the source of confusion To live life like a steeplechase We leap the hurdles that fall on our face To win life many people chase The money, fame, or some other delusion We all win if we lessen the pace To smell the roses with courage and grace we're hurtling round the track to be the first to win all the dough. All you will see are the rumps of other ponies out in front. So take it slow and let it flow. Enjoy the vistas as you go on the track round the circle of life. So make new friends knowing time is our rival. So bring love, understanding to strife. Just be more human and you'll win at life. When I was young, the world was fun. I dreamed of what it would be The musical Swirling all around me At every turn I learned a song Was in my soul You know The melodies that come to me 
My guest, vocalist Rosanna Vitro on People Chase, from her CD, Sing a Song of Bird, her celebration of Charlie Parker. I'm Judy Carmichael, and this is Jazz Inspired. So those were my stories that I felt like anybody would be would love to do, uh, whatever kind of singer they are. A theater singer could do it. A rock and roll singer could, could perform it. I love you saying that that was your approach because I don't know that I've ever heard anybody say that about bebop and people oh, no, dive in the perception no is just, it's, no it's a well, third it, rail for jazz singers it's well like, it is but people jump in when they shouldn't like it would never occur to to someone with taste and someone who knows their own limitations to jump in and do something at that tempo but a lot of people try and they fall <laughs> off a cliff <laughs> and you've given them uh I've, a lovely entry point, and you've also given stories you can listen to because I have to yeah, say, as good, a listener, yeah, yeah, often I listen to these things. Uh, just as a listener, I'm thinking that's incredible that they can sing that. Well, anytime I think I've gone out of the art experience for me, it's the same thing. If I look at a painting and all I'm thinking right. is, gee, I wonder why they did that, blah blah blah. That shouldn't be, to me, the right. first reaction. The first reaction should be brought into the work, swept right. into it, and then maybe later, because we're professionals, we're thinking about it. And that's what I personally loved about this project, is because they were great stories that happened. I got a, I'm a huge Bebop fan, so I got my glut of Bebop, <laughs> but I got great stories as well. So no, I really, I got no. my, I was laughing. I was listening to it over and over and I was thinking, I'm really getting my Bebop on. What a feeling, I'll never forget the joy Hearing Charlie Parker play the song I hear it now, and I'm singing along Bird always made me want to sing bebop music And so I tried to learn each song Charlie Parker played His melodies were soulful and fine Just trying to learn each line wasn't easy I'll never forget the thrill Hearing all the music that he played It's with me now, and I sing it today Sheila Jordan on Birdsong, from my guest Rosanna Vitro's CD, Sing a Song of Bird. I'm Judy Carmichael, 
and this is Jazz Inspired. Thinking about Bob Duro that I loved in your press, it was saying that he was so sick, he was in hospice, but then he got out of hospice. Somehow I thought it, that would only be Bob it, with it, his... Listen, I mean, for our listeners who don't know who he is, they're... Well, there never has been one like. What's the title? I can't think of it. There's they've never seen that before. You know no, that nothing is like <laughs> this has ever been seen before. Exactly, one of nothing the most difficult like, melodies ever to sing. I know, and nothing like Bob has ever been seen before. No, and he is just. I I had him on the show. And such it charisma. Was, it was such oh a God. great moment, and he was. Uh, possibly the hippest person who's ever lived and acted <laughs> like he was just the most, ca- you know, I call him, uh, I, well, in fact, I told Veronica Swift, who's also a big, we talked about, you know, big Bob fan. And I said, I think of him as the grandma Moses of singers, because it is so deceptively naive and quote simple and you know, all of that, but it's anything, but it's the most sophisticated no, it, hippest it, it, thing. It was, um, such fans he had all over the world, and the the story about hospice is is really true. You know, when I, when I keep going back to these people are my, are my mentors, and and inspired me, and what should inspire anyone who who decides to t- pay attention to this record. Um, this is Bob's last work. And it's very meaningful. There's some major stations that have never didn't play the record, and I've gone back and and spoken to a couple of them, especially one I'm very close to. And the uh, director said, uh, "It's a very it's not like you to to, to to question me about why your record wasn't chosen." I said, "This isn't uh, just about me. This this is about Bob DeRose's last work." Yeah. And I said, "Sheila Jordan wrote." new lyrics that was part of the deal for this record is everybody had to have something new on the record except for Marion Cowings and he addressed the classic two classics that I've never heard anyone sing as well as he does (laughs) now is the time in Parker's mood Marion's been singing it for 40 years and John Hendricks loved him he was a protege of, of John's and so Bob at the end I have to tell you, on YouTube, you can find, if you Google Bob Duro, D-O-R-O-U-G-H, Catano Hotel performance, after Bob, when he, he, he called me up, I had a gig at Catano, and I'd, been, I'd presented the show there uh, once or twice, as I was putting it together, what was going to be my bird concept, and I'm working on the songs. And he had called and said, "Oh, Rosanna, I'm I'm going there. Telling me I've got to go to hospice. I'm I'm at, I guess I'm at the end of the road." And I'm like, "Oh," I said, "I'm I'm I'm so sorry. I mean, it's been so great to, to to work with you and everything. And we, you know, we uh, we've got some of the some of the songs down and everything. And um, I understand if you can't make the gig, and you know, I'm hoping to get a really great recording of this. And um, so." We do our I love yous and our cry and do all the usual. And, and and so then the next four or five days goes by and he calls me up and he says, hey, Rosanna, <laughs> this is Bob. <laughs> Guess what? I'm not going to die yet. They said they're throwing me out because I'm not dead. And I could do the gig. 
And he, he said, listen, I might have to sit on a stool or something, but, you know, I can, I can, I can do this and, and, and record and everything. And, and I'm like, cool. <laughs> I said, well, you know, then you're on the gig. Nothing like you has ever been seen before. Nothing like you existed in days of yore. Never were lips so kissable, never were eyes so bright. I can't believe it possible that you bring me such delight. Nothing can match the rapture of your embrace. Nothing can catch the magic that's in your face. You're like a dream come true, something completely new. Nothing like you has ever been seen before Nothing like you, nothing like you has ever been mine before Kisses I've known, but none so divine before No one has your magnificence who can describe your charms I'd like to make my residence forever in your arms I never knew how wonderful life could be No one but you Could ever do this to me Call me a fool in love One thing I'm certain of Nothing like you has ever been seen before Nothing like you Nothing like you Nothing like you has ever been seen before Bob Duro with Dave Frischberg on piano, singing Bob's composition, Nothing Like You. I'm Judy Carmichael, and this is Jazz Inspired. Thank you. 
I'm Judy Carmichael, and this is Jazz Inspired. Our show is made possible in part with generous support from Steinway & Sons. Additional support is provided by Jazz Times Magazine, providing entertaining and provocative coverage of the jazz scene since 1970. On the web at jazztimes.com. For a schedule of upcoming programs, visit our website at jazzinspired.com. You can listen to Jazz Inspired on your favorite podcast platform and email us at info at jazzinspired.com or visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Stride Queen. Although we broadcast on NPR stations, we're an independent production not funded by NPR. Please visit jazzinspired.com to find out how you can chip in and support us. No gift is too small. And please write a review on Apple Podcasts, which is the best way for us to entice others to listen to the show. Thanks for helping us spread the word and celebrate our 22 years on air. My guest, vocalist Rosanna Vitro, featured Bob Duro, Sheila Jordan, and Marion Cowings on her new CD, Sing a Song of Bird, and feels working with these greats inspired her on multiple levels. For me, this is the kind of spirit that I, you know, I received mana for my soul from this experience on this record, and it's like I told the the program director at the station, I said, look, I'm. this record isn't just about me. This is about Sheila's work. And not her, not the young record that's being promoted right now in the 60s, which is really great of Sheila's singing standards. It's been on the charts a long time. I'm all for all things Sheila. I'm just whatever you like. For me, everybody, the fact that she's having a heyday right now, whoopee, it's great. And then Marion, to bring attention to Marion, but for Bob's last work. And then, you know, with anybody, with any station or whatever, if, you know, some stations said, well, you know, we're not into the old voices. And I'm no, like, no, I'm not kidding. I said, old voices? <laughs> like, um, well, I, I'm like, I don't even actually relate to that. They, for me, both, everybody sounded fantastic. Well, and, and that's the thing. I think that it, I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I, I have such passionate feelings about this myself. <laughs> I, I feel that, that jazz, it's one of the great things about jazz for me as a listener and as a jazz musician myself, is that if you're living your life I, the right way, and I'll leave that just for people to interpret, yeah. then you get better. You get better. I, I saw Basie, the last time I saw Basie, and he had terrible arthritis, and he had to have a little scooter take him out. But man, he didn't need more than a couple notes to say what he was saying. He was the ultimate Picasso. With right. just a couple strokes, he could do it. He didn't have to play a lot of notes. He didn't have to prove anything. He could take that finger and go plunk, and no one could imitate it. And it was just because it That's, was the way he went plunk. Right. And I think that that I once had somebody, and I was I was really frustrated. Some volunteer was selling the CDs, my CDs, um, at at a concert, and I went out, and um, 
she had arranged them according to the year they were recorded and was saying to people, so this is the one that's new. The rest of these are old. And I was like, and I looked at her. It was all I could do to not jump across the table and strangle her because each one meant something different. Exactly. And P.S., the oldest one had Freddie Green on it and Marshall (laughs) Royal. You know, that was the one that still had meaning for me. It was my first time in a recording studio. Hello, yes. And so so I'm agreeing with that, and I'm thinking that Bob could sound the way he does and that Sheila does and that you do. I mean, you're not 84, but you have a long career that you bring I do. To this, this is my 15th, my 15th album. And I feel the same way you do, is that each recording, like at the beginning of this year, as COVID started to go in the background a little bit and everything was opening up at the beginning of this year, I said, oh, well, I'm going to re-release my very first record, that was released in 1984, Listen Here, because it had never been a CD. It was a vinyl. An album. Uh-huh. Right. And I had Arnett Cobb, who was the uh, Texas tenor that was just the greatest dirty dig-into-the-beat player ever from Texas. And then Kenny Barron's trio. Steve Allen wrote the liner notes and and gave me the money to make this record. No. Fred Hirsch wrote the little arrangements. Listen Here is the title of the record, and there was my picture from that time when I was that age. And um, it was wonderful to hear, you know, my uh, studied um, straight singing on these great classic songs. And... To where we are now. You sent me some wonderful tracks of Nancy Wilson and Irene Crawl, too. And they were a big contrast. And I love it. Both of them were very gentle and very just really lovely. Talk about the Nancy Wilson track. Ray Solinger, um, he, for my first jazz learning, sent me home with some of these tracks. You know, it's especially the Irene Crawl and the Nancy Wilson. In the evening When the kettle's on for tea An old familiar feeling settles over me And it's your face I see And I believe that you are there In a garden When I stop to touch a rose And feel the petals soft and sweet Against my nose I smile And I suppose That somehow maybe you are there When I'm dreaming And I find myself awake Without a warning Then I rub my eyes And fantasize And all at once I realize it's morning And the fantasy is fading Like a distant star at dawn 
my dearest dream is gone I often think there's just one thing to do Pretend the dream was true And tell myself that you Irene Crawl, a favorite of my guest, vocalist Rosanna Vitro. I'm Judy Carmichael, and this is Jazz Inspired. The drama of these great American classic compositions, you know, I, I could have easily have gone into theater, and I considered it when I first moved to New York City. I, I dabbled around and I studied opera, and then looked at Broadway and thought, now, do I want to do that, or is, is my heart really in jazz? And so Nancy Wilson is somebody that encompassed that for me. I wanted the music to play on forever. Have I stayed too long at the fair? I wanted the clown To be constantly clever Have I Stayed too long at the fair I bought the blue ribbons To tie up my hair But I Beginning to slow now. Have I stayed too long at the fair? The music has stopped, and the children must go now. Have I stayed too long at the fair? to win all the fabulous treasures have I stayed too long at the fair I wanted to dance all the merriest measures have I stayed too long at the fair The midway are fading above me. Have I stayed too long at the fair? I'd better 
Have I Stayed Too Long at the Fair was a song I could even understand at like 25, 27, of what you could be looking at down the road at your life later. You know, I wanted the music to play on forever. Have I Stayed Too Long at the Fair? I wanted the clowns to be constantly clever. Have I stayed too long at the fair? And how, you know, she bought the blue ribbons to tie up her hair, and then here she is, I think, older, and maybe she thinks nobody cares. I don't, you know, so all of those, as we um, search at every stage of life on, have I made the right decisions? Am I married to the same guy? <laughs> did, I, did I have children? Did I, you know, all of those options in life we have. And have I stayed too long at the fair for me? Really, in one song, makes you think about all of those choices in life. And Nancy was so dramatic, she could just rip your guts out. I mean, and I used to just mimic her little sort of holler kind of into a shout, you know, kind of thing, um, very uh, dramatically. And, um, of course, New York took care of some of that. <laughs> <laughs> the swingers in New York took care of some of that drama. There was uh, what time for what drama? Uh, um, but, um, yeah, that, that really, you know, I'm always looking uh, about the stories and, and the lyrics and who – who made me feel and think with their singing? It was really mm. a hard choice. You're you're asking me to come up with five songs. I really labored over that for a couple of days. No, fact, people do. People do. And I, I think if you're serious, if, well, and if you're serious about it, because it's it's I'm asking people what's inspired them, and right. it makes them think back on what first got me going or what keeps me going. As a teacher. This as passing on to students what's important in the music, as mm. as you know, I we were talking earlier about what 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 we what we pass along and and what we don't want to get lost in the in the music and the lineage of the music. You know, yes, yes. If you don't feel anything, it's it's more than just having the greatest chops. Obviously. Jazz singers are in a new day right now where there's a lot of great improvisation, really great musicianship. But do you feel anything? Are they saying something? You know, um, we talk about that a lot on this show. So I'm I glad bet. you're talking about that. Well, because because I wonder, there's there's in fact, maybe you can explain it to me. I've asked a couple of people who are great singers like you that that can scat and do all this kind of thing. But um, I've been noticing that then people are going to be mad when they hear me say this, but I've seen these people that they wave their hand when they're, know. you know, it's just like they've got a palsy. And oh, I know yeah. that, I know, and, and um, I might, the, our listeners know. names. <laughs> well, no, and I know that, that um, I was very fortunate early in my career and Sarah Vaughn was a big supporter of mine, and I wasn't singing then. I mean, she she dug the stride piano, and she was a wonderful pianist, of course. Great. But I got yes. a lot of just hanging out with her 
trashing various things. And they're some of my favorite memories because I, I was bet. so young. And I then, bet. And one of it is she couldn't stand singers who would tap on the microphone and keep time on the mic. And I thought she'd have a heart attack if she saw what people were doing now with all this stuff. And what are they being taught that? What is that? I just think it's mimicking some of their favorites. I can name some artists that they're mimicking. And it, it's it's just really, I, I believe, their way of mimicking some of their favorite artists. I really believe oh, so that's what so it's from. Some, so some yes. famous people yes. do this. Yes. And why are they doing it? I I just think whatever tick, say, uh, a Bobby McFerrin or an Al Jarreau or somebody, whoever, I'm just pulling some names out. Um, right, so it started the, with the, someone, the, you think. Yeah, definitely there, there are other, you know, uh, famous singers who have specific ticks that, if you're kind of if you're fully formed, like you at first we do pick up great you know all kinds of things from our inspirations. Right. Like me saying right. I used to imitate Nancy Wilson on like on my softly record with Fred Hirsch. I can really right. I can think of me singing so many stars and at the end of it going oh some kind of Nancy Wilson. <laughs> Whack at the end, and 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 then I'll have what she's having. Yeah, you know, I've got like this uh, this dramatic, and my husband, even in the recording studio, then said, "Are you sure you want to leave that?" And I said, "Leave it." You know, and then years later, I say, "No, that's a Nancy lick." I'm that's in a, so oh, that's I just so think that funny. when we're younger and we, you know, are are worshiping, uh, studying, whatever you want to call it. The Ella Fitzgerald, Sarah Vaughn, Carmen McRae, even Betty Carter. There was a period where I was, oh, everything was. You know, <laughs> I could, I'm like, oh, I can imitate all kinds of people. Oh, I, wow. you, you know. Um, yeah, it's hard for singers because you can go, you can go bad. You can start imitating. Yeah, yeah know, you start it, imitating. Because with piano, you know, if I'm like, I'm thinking, of, I, I never thought of myself as a big Black man, even though I was, those are the people I was listening to. There was no way I was going, although I have heard people that, that you know, that are as waspy looking as they could be sing in a Louis Armstrong or Fats Wire style. Course. And I always yes. cringe. I think, oh, that is so wrong on so many levels, you know? Well, I, it's it's one thing if if it's a little, I've seen it in New York, of course, as a little shtick in the middle of a, Show. Yeah, but that, that's different. But yeah, but it's still dangerous. And you know, and it's like some of the younger singers right now. There's there's a very popular young singer that's coming along now that I say she sounds just like Ella Fitzgerald, and another friend says, No, it's Sarah Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm like, uh, so oh, you know, that, that that's what I so that, that's, that's what I what I think it is. And but but this is good because it I hope for our aspiring singers out there or people that are doing this that they're listening to this and getting getting insight into some of the things that they can avoid as you're talking about this i always bring up repertoire choosing appropriate repertoire that, that I think suits that's very, you yes, as a really as a person important. that yeah. as you're looking at a person and uh, you know and that you believe the story that they're trying to convey 
And as you were talking about your early work, that that you were listening to your technique and things like that, but still you're telling a very different story in your 20s, and you should be, than you're, than you're telling in your right. 50s or something like that. And you should be evolving with that, right. I think, as an artist. Yes, and I, and, and I so agree with what you were saying about, I think for the most serious artist, you know, that each recording that as we're going along in life, whatever's happening with us, that each one, I certainly was looking to grow and to learn and to take on a whole new body of work and the great adventure of whether it was um, Claire Fisher after Randy Newman, which believe me, some <laughs> some of a couple of very strong supporters of mine were like, "Why would you be interested to do Claire Fisher when you've had such great success with Randy Newman? You should do another storytelling record." And I said, "Well." I am going to be doing a storytelling record because I'm always telling stories on my records and the lyrics mean a lot to me and seldom have I uh, had big hit songs that the lyrics didn't mean much. And I would pull out of my repertoire Freedom Jazz Dance, Kenny Werner's arrangement on Freedom Jazz Dance on my Passion Dance record as a, a prime example of one of the greatest arrangements ever that I carried for years with me on the road that is so much fun to do and yet I always would say and these lyrics they don't mean anything <laughs> I would say these, they, these lyrics if you're looking for meaning from this for me it's just fun
Now, I have to ask you about these foolish things, because this is so beautiful, and it's such a lovely way to finish this CD and your recording of it on it. So talk about this. These foolish things, I had decided that on the Charlie Parker tribute, that with especially with Bob and Sheila, who just, my heart was in my throat the whole time with the three of us in the studio. And I also have video of this that will go in the documentary of the three of us in there. And I had written out all these lyrics. Bob had, had, had told me, listen, I have a special verse that I sing on this that a lot of people don't sing. And so if, we, if we're going to do this, then, then I'm going to sing this verse at the end. You're going to have to change keys for me for this. So we, I said, okay, well, we're going to work out the chart and because to close this up, because so much of my heart is in this, you know, that song is just so sentimental and so dear. I will never, ever, ever forget doing this, those words with, with Sheila and Bob and Sheila coming in after me and looking around with her little twinkly eyes <laughs> and, and Bob singing in his classic way. A cigarette that bears Of lipstick's traces An airline ticket To romantic places And still my heart has wings These foolish things Remind me of you a tinkling piano in the next apartment Those stumbling words that told me what my heart meant A playground painted swings These foolish things remind me of you you came, you saw, you conquered me. When you did that to me, I knew somehow this had to be. The winds of March That made my heart a dancer A telephone that rings And who's to answer Oh, how the ghost of you Clings These foolish things Remind me of you Thank you for taking the time for this, especially on your Florida getaway. I appreciate this. And I've got my cat in the background who's listening, <laughs> as you can tell, very intent. So thank you. I love the CD. And, and being here with you, I'm such a fan. Well, I'm a big fan of yours. You're a really big inspiration to me, Judy. You know, when I was really, I'd always 
seen all of your advertisements and every you're working all over the world and you're and I'm like you know how what has how is she doing all this and I'm like it's it's a podcast now and what so I I've got to say you're a real inspiration uh, to me for you know another artist too I learn from artists such as yourself and the Bob DeRose and Sheila Jordans. Oh, my word. (laughs) Thank you very, very much. It's just a real honor to be here with you. Thank you. It's been great fun. Thank you. You've been listening to my conversation with Rosanna Vitro. I hope you'll join me here next time when I talk with another creative person about how jazz inspires their life and work. I'm Judy Carmichael, the host and producer of Jazz Inspired. My production engineer is Curtis Heidolf. You can listen to Judy Carmichael's Jazz Inspired on all podcast platforms and at jazzinspired.com. Our opening music was Airmail Special, and the mid-break music is a smooth one from my CD, High on Fats and Other Stuff. The closing music is Old Fashioned Love from my CD Trio. I'm on piano with Mike Hashem on sax and Chris Flory on guitar. Judy Carmichael's Jazz Inspired is sponsored in part with generous support from our listeners and Paige at 63 Main in Sag Harbor, New York, serving organic microgreens and vegetables grown on their own energy-efficient indoor and outdoor aquaponic farms. Better taste, happier planet. Visit page63main.com. And please tell your friends about Jazz Inspired and help us spread the word. For more information, visit jazzinspired.com or judycarmichael.com. <laughs>